Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Bridgestone Weather Peak. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon. You must be talking about right brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try right brand bacon. That's called right brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. of job seekers say the biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications. This according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be lonely, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding that job that fits you. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location nearest you at ExpressPros.com. No fees for somebody seeking a job. Visit ExpressPros.com. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. You know, the injuries are a big thing, and and the Devin Booker injury. Look, Chris Middleton is a really big deal, obviously, because you're talking about the number two guy on the defending champs, and now more is on Giannis' shoulders. But the Booker injury changed everything because the, the Suns were clearly the best team in the NBA coming into the playoffs, right? They, they weren't just the best team. They were better than everybody else by far. Everybody else kind of had issues. And Booker is that guy that's gonna score, that can score 45 in any game, and, and Phoenix can't replace him. You know, it's not, it's not, you know they're, they're a good team, but, boy, now suddenly getting out of the first round without him is, and then maybe they can get by the Pelicans. I look at the Warriors now, especially seeing how they're playing. They are the overwhelming favorites to win the title. You know, in a week, Steve Kerr has gone from, hey, there's no expectations on us. We're a new team. This is different. Yeah, that's a load of crap. They should win the NBA title now because they have no problems. Everybody else has problems, and the Warriors clearly are showing that small ball, small ball we can work. Everybody else is going bigger. We can work. We have a deficit. We can overcome it. We'll put our new death lineup out there. We can do it. So many things. The Warriors are firing on all cylinders. I, I don't see how it's not them in the NBA Finals because when they come up against the Phoenix Suns, what kind of player is Devin Booker going to be if he's even back? Right? Hamstring injury, you're not suddenly going to go out there, yeah, I can play my normal load at my normal level and, and I, I can play 40 minutes and I can score. Uh, it's going to be difficult you know you're, you're not going to be the same guy and I don't know if you're if he's going to be able to play the even close to the number of minutes he normally has you may have to worry about getting him out there for 20-25 minutes and that's not going to be enough against the firepower of Golden State a- everybody else has problems you're seeing teams in, in the Western Conference just what's happening to all these people so it's a combination of the Warriors look unstoppable and everybody else has problems if the Warriors don't win the title right now I'll be incredibly surprised I, I think your uh, assessment is way premature uh, with the Warriors and the Warriors love you have only because obviously they're beating up a they, they're beating up a, and a, a up three zero 
on a worn, tattered uh, Denver Nuggets team that's being held together by glue, tape, and popsicle sticks. And, uh, yeah, they won 118-113 in Denver. They took a lead. But but we know that this is not the full Denver team. So the the Warriors should be up 3-0, should be able to sweep this series. When when you talk about the uh, uh, Nuggets not having – uh, two of their better players. So I, I think it's hard for me to make a true judgment of where the Warriors are based on this first-round series against the depleted Nuggets team. Number two, the Warriors are an injury away from being, you know, and I'm not wishing it on anybody, but they've had their own injury issues where that could derail what they're doing, and we've seen that with them over the last couple of years. And number three is that there's a young gun team out there that got punched in the face to start the postseason and has done nothing but respond since. And you can poo-poo, Mr. Jason Smith, the Memphis Grizzlies all you want, and you could just worry about Memphis making sure your FedEx package is delivered on time. But, yes, they play good (laughs) basketball. And they were down 26, first of all, after they lost the first game, and and Minnesota – Uh, is a good matchup, a tough matchup for them. That's how they lost game one. They weren't ready, and people thought, well, Minnesota had played them well during the regular season, so there shouldn't be a surprise. They come out in game two and bludgeon uh, uh, the Timberwolves. The Timberwolves go home, and they got everything going and the matchups that they won and their crowd, and the Grizzlies were down 26 in the game and come back to beat Minnesota convincingly. I mean, that 104 and 95 being down 26 at one point. The Grizzlies are for real. There have been a lot of former NBA players. I'm not always one of these guys who are so high on, you know, uh, all the uh, ex athlete analysts because I'm not there. But on this case, there are a few that I respect who have been on the uh, Grizzlies bandwagon before, and I have come around to pick them to come out of the West. They're young, they're energetic, they've done stuff. And the other thing I love, go look at their record without John Morant. I mean, that team is a team and it doesn't rely on just one person. They have a tremendous record, even without their star player this year because they have it's well-balanced. So I'm not ready to crown the Golden State Warriors, not by any stretch of the imagination. Oh, I'm ready to crown them. I want to crown them. Go ahead and crown them. Go ahead, Dennis. I'm going to crown them. Let, let, me, let, let me ask you this, because I'm with you to a point on Memphis. I, I am. They, they flew under the radar at the end of the season. They won all those games without John Morant. But, look, there was a lot bigger drama in the NBA going, was LeBron going to make the play-in round? What about KD and the Nets? The injuries that were happening, was Steph going to come back? So, you know, I, 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 I firmly believe that, that they're, they're under the radar as far as people respecting them. And they have shown that, hey, it's not just John Morant, because while John Morant had a good game last night, he shot horribly. You know, he didn't score 38. He scored 16. But That's what I'm have, saying. That's they, how they good have a lot of good is, players. Definitely. They have a lot of good players. But let me tell hang on one second. You, you talk about Denver. Denver's basically, uh, it's like they have three guys out there. Like, they're not built around the MVP who could wind up winning the MVP again. Denver, with all their problems, they haven't had Jamal Murray all season. Denver still won more games in Minnesota, but it's like Denver is awful in your mind. Oh, Denver is just, oh, they're going to have Alex English come out and play. In Minnesota, you make it sound like it's the big three again, like they're playing LeBron and and Wade and Bosh in their primes. 
Denver still won more games than Minnesota, at the very least, you could say, okay, they're the same caliber of team. And, no, and the Warriors are that. rolling past them. How would, would they, they haven't had these guys, and they still had the same kind of season. Actually, at a no, better but, season but it also than was a matchup situation, and that's where Minnesota – that's why they won game one, and, and, and they did it. Because if you go look at their record during the regular season, Jason, they, they were able to stay with Memphis all year, and I think they had a winning record against them during the regular season. And I believe they beat them once by 43 points, and Ja played. I mean, so it wasn't like uh, we're totally surprised that they could mix it up with Memphis. So that's the differences I'm talking about. That there's a in the NBA, you know, the playoffs is all about matchups. It's about matchups and getting stops and key moments and situations, and that's usually what the playoffs, uh, uh, you know, uh, usually how how you determine or how people win games. So I, I'm I'm just not all the way in on the Warriors as you are. Jason Smith, Rob Parker, in for Dan and the Danettes. Okay, you, you want to go, Matt? Let, let's talk matchups then. Because as long as the Suns get find a way to get by the Pelicans, uh, you know, we're, we're going to get that Memphis-Golden State uh, second-round matchup, right? We're going to get that. Uh, Memphis, as good as they are, they don't have the firepower for the Warriors. They don't. They're, they're not going to have the firepower. They're going to they're gonna rely on John Morant for way too much, and the Warriors can kill you in, in six minutes of game time. They can take a five-point deficit and turn it into a 15-point lead. I mean, the, this Warrior, this new invention of the Warrior team is back, and then they, fi- they filled out their, their support players. It's the best it was since the first time they won the NBA title, and they figured out a way to roll with Steph coming off the bench and clay and Jordan Poole's becoming an, an, an all-star player in the NBA. I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know how they do it, especially when, you know, when it comes down to it, they're going to rely on Draymond Green, who's become the glue guy more than he is the, the, the guy who was a triple-double threat every night. He still can, he still scores a little bit, but not as much, but this is a guy that's rediscovered. Got to get those six points from Draymond, He's got, definitely. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, six points a game is big, right? But look, he, he does, he does, he does the, he does the non-box score things, right? He does, you know, he's still going to give you ten assists, going to give you ten or so rebounds. Biggest play of the night last night. He picks Jokic's pocket in the final thirty seconds when he's going in for a hoop that could wind up cutting the lead to a basket, and they go down and get a free throw. And look, Draymond, his his buyback in can't be under can't be uh, overstated enough because as much attention as is on the guys that score, you know what it comes down to: it who's going to be the guy making the defensive plays? Who's going to be the guy stopping? John Morant in the lane when he can. It's going to be Draymond Green. And it's not that you can, you're going to be able to shut John Morant down, but this Warrior, they just have too much from all different angles. They have too many guys that can kill you. And Memphis is a good team, and they're, and they're coming up, and their support guys are good. I think everybody in the They got the a lot eight, of energy and a yeah, young they team, do. and that's what this NBA is. And, you know, the Warriors are an older team. The last time we saw them without Kevin Durant, they were choking down a 3-1 to one lead. And and this was with Steph and, and and all those guys younger and they were coming off seventy three wins and they were the best team that ever was assembled and they choked down a three to one lead in that and, and they only won those other two championships mainly because they got Kevin Durant they added him to the roster and the championship that they did win without Durant if you remember the path they have they had. Uh, there were like three stars from each team that they played who was missing. All the guards, I remember, uh, weren't playing during those series. And they won. I'm not going to take it away from them. But I, the well, it Warriors sounds like team, you are. I remember, without Durant, 
uh, <laughs> choked. And no team had ever choked a 3-1 lead in NBA Finals history. So you can rubber stamp them. I don't see Kevin Durant on that team. And I'm not as convinced of, as, it, of, as you are like beating Denver three games that they're now the NBA champs. That's what you're ready to crown them. They're NBA champs already. I think there's a long way to go. Well, I'll tell you, nobody downplays accomplishments, dynastic accomplishments like you. Yeah, you know, they won the titles, but they had really good (laughs) players, and sometimes other guys were hurt. And they cheated cheated because they had the other team's (laughs) defensive signals. Oh, I'm sorry. Ah, yeah, you make it sound like the Warriors got like they were the Lakers of two years. Hey, they got lucky in the bubble and they won. And now, look, we're seeing the real Lakers. Yeah, you know, five finals. They just kind of backed their way into it. I remember one year they only had to play 40 games in the regular season. So they were all rested at the end. I just love how you, you just downplay. Look, the the, war, the Warriors are a team that when they got Kevin Durant, yes, they hit that next level. And he, you know, he was MVP in, in the in the in uh, the in the playoffs a couple of times. But uh, you can't deny now with the NBA the way it is. I mean, who's who? Who can give them problems? Who's got the star power that can give them problems? The Memphis now? Grizzlies can give them problems. The younger team, the team that has been good, no matter who's been out there for them, they're making a historic run. They could be wound up being the team that beats and upsets the the older established, the team that used to win championships. They could beat them. I think that you're poo pooing the Grizzlies, and it's a mistake. I think if the Warriors were down 26 last night and came back to win, you would say, there's a reason why you're down 26. There's a reason why you're not, maybe you're not as good, but but the but Memphis comes back from down 20. Look at Memphis. Oh my, what a, what a, what a great, and it was a great comeback, but I, 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 I kind of, I, I looked at the Suns as a team that if you, if you were picking against them, you were just picking against them to pick against them because of how loaded they are and because the, the, the way that they were able to get through the regular season and figure things out and stay hungry and stay motivated. And I, 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 that's how I look at the Warriors now. If you're picking against them, it's what, what flaws are you finding? What, 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 what are you trying to find? What, what can you find? Like I said, everybody else has problems. It, just because the, the Memphis Grizzlies are up 2-1, this is still a series. They got to go out and win the next game or it's 2-2 going back and suddenly it's a best of three and you're playing up to seven games and who knows how you're going to feel for the next series this is still a series and without that 37 12 fourth quarter which is like the final score of a Jets game I mean this is now you know hey Minnesota has them on the ropes a little bit I I don't know look I like I'm with you on Memphis for a little while but not not until a point where it gets to in the way of the Warriors it just they just they're just rolling through everybody right now Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The original light beer, 1975. Miller Lite. Yeah, the original. Yeah, 1975. Perfect companion for uh, us grill masters across the United States. This past weekend, even Mother's Day, I'm treating myself while I'm treating my wife for Mother's Day. Out there cooking, and I've got my Miller Lite, my friend, right there with me. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. It's You can't debate it. I would try it. I would no, lose. you can't. Taste as great as the barbecue you're making. The beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. It tastes like a beer. Less filling. Only 96 calories. With a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It, it tastes like Miller time. 
To get Miller Lite delivered to your door, visit MillerLite.com Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, turns out, nope, I was wrong. Because hmm. then I tried right brand bacon, and honestly, I was speechless. And you know it takes a lot to get me speechless, Paulie. But it was mind-blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life, like it's his job, and I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick-cut, flip-your-whole-world-upside-down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice, and you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. I'm getting upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. The Nets are just, and they've been a mess. The Nets have never figured it out. And I, I feel like I keep falling for the banana in the tailpipe of, uh, you know, the Nets, the Nets, the Nets. And then something always happens. The Nets can't get going. And, and, and it's, look, I read whether it's more focus needed on basketball, whether it's better. Here's a look, because you, you can't just count on the two guys every single night, right? You, you need a little no, bit you more. 17 in the second half. Do you ex- expect to ever see that again in a basketball game? Come on. I didn't expect to see it after the first game. After the first game. I, I mean, said Kevin, just, Dur- Kevin Durant's not, not going to have another game like that. I said the first game, I said KD's not going to have another game like that. The Nets can backdoor sweep this series. And what happened? Kevin Durant had another game like that. I mean, no, four, it wasn't four nine out for of 24, but he didn't. Four out of 17 was just, yeah. just as bad. You know, but- had. So, I, you know, yeah, he can continue to have these games. Something just happens with the Nets. Rob, now that, you know, Steve Nash's coaching has been in question when, when we've seen KD and Kyrie say, I, the Nets just a mess. Are, are they ever going to really put it together enough to be a big threat? They can do it and win a series here and there. Boy, look at the Nets. Basketball, and, you know, after game one, it was Kyrie and his middle finger and something else comes up and Kyrie has a bad game as well in game two. It just happens. I can't trust the Nets. It, it's too unreliable it's like betting I, on it I, I disagree i think you have two guys who have proven that they are big time players in big moments greatest shots to close a remarkable three to one comeback 
in the NBA Finals, which had never been done. To back MVPs on Steph Curry's team, as people want to say, but he was the best player on the court. There was no doubt about it. And the Nets, I'll give you this. All the injuries and all the other things that have really derailed him. Kevin Durant can't stay healthy. We saw with Kyrie, Harden got hurt last year. Last year, Kevin Durant almost beat the Milwaukee Bucks by himself. If his foot wasn't on the line, the Bucks wouldn't even got out of that series against the Nets. And Kyrie was hurt and, and, and a hobbled Harden. So to act as if that didn't happen a year ago. And I'll give you, he's having a bad series so far. But to say you can't trust those guys, I don't, I don't believe that. I think they're two of the most skilled offensive players we've ever seen. I do believe that they can come back and win this series if they win game three. Obviously, they can't get down 3-0 because your margin of, uh, of, of error will become too small. But I do believe it's doable. And until they lose in Brooklyn, I'll, I'll, I'll be ready to, I'm not going to be ready to write them off. Because I've seen people prematurely. I remember last year in the finals, everybody was crowning Chris Paul. Do you remember that that dialogue and that narrative when they were up 2-0? Oh, Chris Paul is the third best point guard in the history of the NBA. And then that went out. And Devin Booker's the next Kobe Bryant. Remember that when they were up 2-0 and everybody thought the Suns were going to win? And yet you trust, you know, people trust the Suns, even though they choked down an NBA Finals a year ago. So I I just think there's a dialogue about Kyrie and about KD that's unjust. When these guys have won championships in the past and have made big plays and had big moments, and is is this the best start uh, of a playoff series? Absolutely not. Is it a tough Road for the Nets, absolutely, because they're the eighth seed or seventh seed playing a very good Boston team that won two games at home. That's what Boston did. So I, I'm, I'm not in that camp yet. Rob, Ke- Kevin Durant is not a leader. Okay, as great as he is, he's not a leader. And you're seeing how much he has struggled when he's been the face of the franchise now with the Nets, right? So he struggles there. Still on the court, Kevin Durant is terrific. Now he's had two really bad games, and you wonder, is he hitting the wall for this season? He's 33. You know, the injury comeback now has been a year and a half. Kyrie Irving is a guy that that skipped a game once because he wanted to be on a Zoom for somebody running for mayor for New York City, right? He missed half the games this year because of the vaccination issue. And, and no matter what happened, they couldn't, it couldn't be resolved until the Mets and the Yankees uh, seasons were at stake. Because, so we have, to cha- we have to change it so everybody can play. And then Kyrie comes to play. I don't know what motivates Kyrie Irving every single day. right? His, his, his whole thing with the middle fingers, right? And everybody wanted to go crazy about that. Look at Kyrie Irving and, 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 and all what a bad guy Kyrie is and what's he doing. And this is... It didn't affect him on the court at all. He had a phenomenal game one, right? That's just a day for him. That's a, what we think about is something huge for Kyrie Irving is how he's feeling in that moment and, and, and how he feels for, for how I'm going to act right now. Right? He wasn't doing it in game two. He wasn't sprinkling sage on the court. He was back and he had a bad game. He's so unpredictable with what motivates him. Trying to figure him out is a lost cause. But that's the thing. Trying to figure out what motivates a guy, I can't bank on that guy in the playoffs. I can't bank on him for he's going to show up every night and be motivated. I mean, uh, well, to say that Kevin Durant, everybody leaves 
leads differently. Kevin Durant is a guy who leads by example. And the Warriors wouldn't have those two championships without Kevin Durant. No, I think they that needed, that's a, Kevin Durant I think came that in. To act like or to discount Kevin Dur- KD as if, oh, well, he's not a leader because he hasn't led the Nets. I mean, you're totally disregarding what's happened with the Nets and injuries. Nobody can lead a, a, a mass unit where, where Kyrie, KD, and Harden played like a total of 17 games because of injury. So you make it like he can't lead. They, he can't lead. He can't lead a mass unit. Yes. They never, so far since they've been in Brooklyn, they've never been whole. And then they go out. And get Ben Simmons, and he has a back issue and hasn't been able to play. So I think it's unfair to paint him as he can't lead when when he's never had a whole team. He's never been complete. It's it's easier to win when when you have all the pieces. It's tough when when pieces are in and out. And I and I think that's where the Nets are when you look at. What's happened there? It's not about leadership. It's about manpower. It's about uh, having the right pieces in place. That's why the net, this whole Nets thing has been derailed. His first year in, in Brooklyn, he was still coming off his injury, didn't even play. Kyrie got hurt, uh, and that team still somehow made the playoffs that year. And, and all I'm going to say, I'm not making excuses. These are facts. The facts remain is that they, they have never been whole, and I think it's unfair to say Kevin Durant can't lead. Can't lead what? You mean to tell me he had a, a great roster put together and they failed? Show me that situation, and then maybe I'll buy into it. But the Nets have been bits and pieces and have never been whole the whole time he's been in Brooklyn. Yeah, him, Matthew Stafford, not leaders. Oh, sorry. Uh, look, he didn't have to do any leading in Golden State. And he left after three years because he couldn't take it anymore. And now here's Golden State are getting back, and, and, and they're a better team than they were, and they're better than the Nets. He shows they're up. They're not better than when they had Kevin we Durant. We got the big three. No, but, no but they're, be- they're better than the Nets. They're, they're not better, better than, the Nets. than when they had Kevin no, Durant. But they're better and, than – are they better than the Nets? Are they and, better than the Nets right now? Yes, no, they are. No, I mean if, if – The Warriors if the aren't Nets, better than the Nets. Are the you Nets kidding? If the Nets are completely healthy, oh my no. God. Okay, if the Rob. Nets are completely healthy, no. Kevin Durant – Kevin Durant shows up in New Jer- in in Brooklyn, and what happens? They can't keep the big three together. Why? Because he couldn't get along with James Harden, right? No, what happened? I'm, what I'm happened? About what the happened? Listen, okay, I know you're talking about injury, but they couldn't get along Jason, with James. Can Harden. you acknowledge that they Rob, had injuries? Can Rob, you acknowledge Kyrie it? Irving, Kyrie Irving missed I'm, games not for I'm injury, but because he injury. didn't want to get vaccinated. That's not it. I'm, we're talking Jason, about this season and where he's last at. We're talking year, about right if now. James Harden was healthy, and Kyrie, you're telling me they wouldn't have gone to the finals last? year do you they really believe ch- that you, wait you can't just say kevin durant i'm asking you, was, you wait 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 wait, 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 wait you can't just tell me a if kevin durant puts his foot back on the line they wind up winning but now it's not his no, fault that's because not of injuries. what i'm saying i mean yeah. can you at least be honest that they they did you watch the first two games of the series against the bucks last year they played. Look, they, they, they were, played they were great. great. They were up. They were great. They were up two zero, just like Boston's up two zero on them. They blew the Bucks out of the water and won by thirty five points in Game Two in Brooklyn. And they didn't win the series because they had injuries. Kyrie got hurt in Game Three. Harden got hurt in the first fifty seconds of Game One. 
These are facts. These okay, aren't you're, t- you're talking. You're talking about last year, and we're talking about the series now against the Celtics and not being able to trust the Nets. That's where that happened last year. Yeah, if another guy doesn't get injured, yeah, maybe they win. But as you just said, if if KD steps back, uh, you know, another six inches, they win that series. So how much do they really need the guys to win the series if KD takes one step back and they win the series? So it can't be that big a deal. And, and when it comes to this year, they had the big three and they couldn't stay together, right? It was, they couldn't stay together because Harden and KD couldn't get along. We saw all the, all the talk after. KD didn't like Harden, didn't come in in shape. They never meshed. So now the big move they make doesn't work. Right now, that we they done, so they bring in Ben Simmons, and now Ben Simmons is a guy that hasn't played, and so now it's KD and Kyrie have to make it work, and Kyrie doesn't want to play because of the Vax mandate, so now it's up to Kevin Durant, and now here they are. It's always something. It's it's not like there's any time where I could say, boy, it was smooth. It gets smooth for two games at a time, where boy, the Nets win two games by 35, and you go, man, the Nets are great. Oh, they're going to be great, and then then they lose three in a row, and something happens, and Kyrie sits out, or KD is out. It's always something. Something. It, it, it's not like there was any smooth sailing. It's never worked for Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving here with the Nets. I look, I bought in after game one. I thought it's not going to happen. Now you got to see. You see the Nets for who they are, and they're t- they just for all different reasons have not put it together. And KD's the one constant through all of it. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I I think I would. I I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, Turns out, nope, I was wrong. Hmm. Because then I tried right brand bacon, and honestly, I was speechless. And you know it takes a lot to get me speechless, Polly. But it was mind-blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life, like it's his job, and I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick-cut, flip-your-whole-world-upside-down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice, and you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. Get upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. 
touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Kumo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Joining us now on the hotline is Rick Spielman. Rick, happy Friday, man. How you doing? Hey, hey what's up? Good. Speaking of ketchup, I just had ketchup on my eggs this morning, so I hope that's okay. Rick, that is so gross. I mean, <laughs> no, dude, ketchup on eggs is fine. What? What else are you going to put on them? Ketchup how, on eggs is fine. How bad are the eggs, Rick, that you have to cover them up with ketchup? That's what ketchup is. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just joined the call and all the thing I heard and listened to was ketchup. So I well, you know, <laughs> well, you know, general managers and teams sometimes have to pour ketchup on contracts and eat them. <laughs> Because they haven't worked out. That's what you do. Okay. All right. Well, apparently ketchup's the go-to. Uh, it must be a sponsor in the NFL. we got to use ketchup to, to eat our uh, salary cap sandwiches, you'd like to say. Right. <laughs> but now ketchup on a sandwich is different. But eggs, is, this is the coolness of the ketchup on the hotness of the eggs. Oh, it works, man. That works. I think uh, you ought to do a survey before the end of the show to see how many people actually put ketchup on their eggs. All right, all right. We, that would know, be we'll be interesting. Yes, we'll get that up. We'll get that up. Right, hang on. Rick Spielman, ketchup <laughs> on eggs. Very good. All right. So hey, so what, what we were talking about, what with the with the point about the ketchup on the eggs, is that hey, here we are getting set for the draft. There's a week to go. All the talk has been in the off season about the quarterbacks getting getting traded, and now you know Kyler Murray situation is up in the air. All the star wide receivers want out. Debo and AJ Brown. Do you think we see a big trade? between now and the draft involving a star play, whether it's a quarterback or wide receiver? Yeah, the only the other thing that I wanted to point out on trades is that very rarely, if ever, is a big trade like that ever going to occur during the draft. So a lot of prognosticators and people out there, well, maybe he'll get traded on draft day. Uh, on a, uh, but the reason that doesn't happen is because part of that trade, that player has to come in and pass a physical so if you're going to give up a first-round pick on Thursday night, let's say for Debo and whatever, Samuel and whatever else, there's no way that trade to that comes together until that player flies into the city uh, that's trading for him, passes his physical, then the team that they're trading with, they have to let them know that he passed the physical. They have to let the league know that he passed the physical. And uh, and then, that, then that's when the trade – occurs so it's impossible to do that during the night especially when you're talking about that big a trade so if anything's going to happen it's going to have to happen pre-draft or post-draft but you're seeing a lot more trades than i've ever seen this year on pro bowl or blue chip type players moving from team to team which has been kind of fascinating to follow rick here's the other thing so have the rams changed football in that 
you know, their general manager walks around with uh, blank uh, draft picks and you don't need draft picks. We want uh, proven players and this is how you win. We'll kick the can down the road. We don't care if we're uh, not good uh, eight years from now. We win a Super Bowl. That's all that matters. Is this going to be the new trend? I don't know. It's like it, it is a copycat league, and it worked out. And I thought Les Snead and, and Coach McVay did a phenomenal job of making those trades, especially during the season, uh, because it's hard for a player to come in, get acclimated to the new club, get acclimated to the new system. But those guys did a great job, and especially the coaching staff, adapting some of the things they were doing, Raheem Morris, from a schematic standpoint, to fit what those guys' strengths are. And they enhanced uh, them, and they end up winning the Super Bowl. So it worked. But I do think eventually everybody has to pay that credit card bill. And, you know, those guys can only play so long, and you're going to have to have replacements now. If you're able to continue to do that and continue to make those trades and continue to be able to manage your cap, maybe that's the new way. But I know every team has a different philosophy on how they're going to build. We always felt that we built through the draft, tried to draft real well, and those are the guys that we wanted to invest in because we knew them the best. So we did a ton of extensions all the way back from you know the Adam Thielens of the world to to back when the Kevin Williams of the world, to all those guys, Harrison Smith, uh, uh, Dalvin Cook, who we just recently did, even Stephon Diggs, although we ended up trading them. So we always felt that if we can hit on those type of guys in the draft, invest in them because we knew them the best, and then, uh, and then hopefully move on from there. Let, let me just, uh, Jason, do a follow-up on the draft and, and Rick. It looks like the draft is a crapshoot. I know it's your business. I know you guys put in time and energy. But there are just as many misses as hits. How how really tough is it to evaluate a kid in college and whether or not he's going to be able to make the transition and play at the highest level against all great players? Because it just seems like there are a lot of busts uh, uh, of players in drafts. Yeah, because you're always dealing with something subjective, okay? So you're going to evaluate what you see on tape. And most people, I think, in the NFL are pretty good at evaluating what they see on tape. The part that's very hard to figure out, I think, with the addition and how analytics has grown over the past couple of years, that's making it uh, in teams that are advancing and if they're going down that rabbit hole, maybe have a better chance of hitting on guys. You're never going to be 100%. Uh, you're trying to do all these psychological testing, uh, to, you know, because does the guy love football or does he like football? Does he love the NFL lifestyle or does he love NFL football? So the things that are in the, their head and in their, you know, what their heart is made of, what's woven, what, what makes them, drives them to want to be in the NFL, because as much money as these guys make and, and the great ones, you still have to love what you do, because if you don't, it's eventually going to catch up to you. So I think that's why it's so subjective, and you can't predict injuries either. I mean, a guy can be completely healthy, and he comes in, and you know, all of a sudden he's got a, a rash of injuries or injuries that never got him on track. You know, guys will draft it. Maybe they're not on the same page with the coaching staff, and he may not be an ideal system fit. There's so many other ancillary things that teams really try to invest in and try to get those answers, and a lot of the information we're getting right now or the teams are getting right now from the medical, from the psychological, from the intelligence, from the, uh, 
private eyes and everything else we're doing on background and character, none of that will come into light. But you're always going to have some misses because it's not a perfect science and it's, it's subjective. And the goal is always to try to do as many objective things as you can to try to minimize your risk. Now, Rick, when it comes to the quarterbacks, clearly they always rise before the draft, and some teams are going to reach and take it, whether you like Malik Willis more or Kenny Pickett more. Scale of 1 to 10, what do you, where do you rate this quarterback class? If 1 is, boy, this is I, I'd avoid everybody, and 10 is there's a lot of stars in it. Where do you have this quarterback class? I, you know, it's going to be interesting. It's, it's, you know, there's no Trevor Lawrence coming out, you know, and even, you know, Wilson, who the Jets took, if you looked at him as junior year, he was a fourth or fifth round pick and he became the second pick in the draft. Look at Joe Burrow, uh, who, uh, you know, uh, was okay at LSU. And then his senior year, you know, they struck gold and they got lightning in a bottle. And that, that propelled to him where he's, you know, going to be in the next NFL superstar at the position. But you never know on some of these guys, uh, because if you graded Patrick Mahomes coming out, a lot of teams, I don't care what they say, is that they probably had in the late first, early second round when you watch his tape at Texas Tech. You got an opportunity to sit behind Alex Smith. He grew in that position, and bam, you know, he's who he is today. Look how long it took Josh Allen, you know, by his third year. Now he's a superstar in the league, but it takes time with these quarterbacks. But I think in this class, I think one of these guys is going to surface to be a very good quarterback and who that is. And, you know, we don't know yet, but that's what all the research, that's what all the meetings are trying to determine which guy, you know, everybody's talking about Pickett, who I believe too is the safest pick. You've seen him for four years. He's played his full career in college. He got better every year and really peaked last year. And then I got an opportunity to see, uh, Malik Willis play live this year. I was at the uh, Syracuse game. And even when you watch his junior tape and you watch him against North Carolina State and you watch him against some of the Power Five, you know, the stage never looked too big for him. He always seemed to try to thrive in those situations. Now he made some mistakes with the interceptions and everything, but he really thrived when he got into those opportunities. And that continued through this pre-draft process at the uh, Senior Bowl, at the Combine. It seems like every time he got the spotlight put on him, uh, he seemed to answer the bell to that spotlight. So I think, you know, someone who it is, you know, I don't know. uh, But I think one or two of these guys are going to surface and be a very good quarterback in in this league. Hey, Rick, let me ask you about the Green Bay Packers who uh, have never – drafted a skilled or uh, offensive player for Aaron Rodgers in the first round in his entire career. Obviously, Devontae Adams has gone to Las Vegas. This is a, a wide receiver heavy draft. Uh, do you got a name or, or a player who you think the Packers might be zeroing in on? And will they finally do this and draft a wide receiver for him? I think you're you're looking at just uh, talking about this year's receiver class. There's all kind of flavors, you know. There's ketchup. There's mustard. No, I'm just kidding. There's uh, <laughs> and, it better be and it better be spicy brown mustard, not yellow mustard. When you mention it. <laughs> so no, I think that you and I think the misperception is you just you need a you need a receiver, so you're going to take it. But when teams are looking at their draft boards, and as where we're Green Bay's, both their picks are, I think they're in the 20s this year, uh, 
unless they move up and really fell in love with a receiver, this is a pretty deep receiver class. But they have to understand and they know other needs that they have to fill in this year's draft. And if there is a run on, let's say, pass rushes, if they need a pass rusher, and they see that after X player in the first round goes, then it really falls off the depth of the pass rushers or the depth of the defensive tackles or offensive linemen, whatever they're looking at. But if they see that there are still receivers that they really like, that they may value in the first round, but potentially are going to be there in the second round for them, then you can fill two holes, uh, especially if you feel good about a receiver in the second round. Or it could be, hey, we just, out of these top five receivers, uh, that we feel that this guy is the guy that's going to replace uh, Devontae Adams, which who the hell knows, but then let's go get as aggressive as we can and go get that guy. Rick Spielman, thanks a bunch for stopping by with us. The draft again next Thursday night right here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, enjoy it. Have a blast. We will talk to you after that. That's right. Yeah, it should be fun. Yeah, no, and uh, Glaze. I always looked at Glaze, and I always had uh, the thing that popped into my mind the most. I know he's in great shape. He's just not shaped great. Wow. Wow. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna give you ketchup in your face if they be saying that. Rick's gonna get an MMA Yeah, he's gonna stranglehold me. That's all right. You sound like you're ready for the radio. I can't wait to listen. I'm ready. (laughs) All right, hey, thanks so much. Have a great Friday, Rick. Talk to you, bud. All right, thanks, guys. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The brilliant EQE SUV from Mercedes-Benz, available with digital light technology. So smart, even the headlamps are thinking. The vehicle's all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQE SUV. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.